Music has an incredible ability to proclaim the soul's language beyond what mere words can speak. That is what we seek as we invite our guests to share their song of the soul. Be it joy and laughter, sorrow and tears, awe and insight, or deepest devotion, as we visit and listen, we are all part of a spiritual voyage called Song of the Soul. We've got a balm for the heart and soul with us today for Song of the Soul. We're headed to Tacoma Park, Maryland, just outside of Washington, D.C., for the deep and healing music of Annette Wasilek. Annette's love affair with the guitar began in her mid-teens, but it's only come into the fullest blossom and sunshine over the past 10 years. She is all about healing with her voice, lyrics, and guitar, but also she is a healer through energy and massage work. We had the generous aid of Andrew Jansen in producing today's program. Please keep in mind that there is a full, uncut version of this interview on northernspiritradio.org. As I said, Annette Waslick is joining us today from Tacoma Park, Maryland. Annette, what a delight to have you here today for Song of the Soul. Well, thank you for having me. One thing I saw mention of on your website was a performance you've got, I think, coming up at Surfa. Shockingly enough, although I'd heard of Nerfa a number of times, I had not heard of Surfa before. Tell us about Surfa. Well, Surfa is uh, one of the regional folk alliance conferences. So it stands for the Southeastern Regional Folk Alliance. And there's also SWERFA that stands for the Southwestern Regional Folk Alliance. So SWERFA uh, happens down in Montreat, North Carolina, in the mountains. It's one of my favorite folk alliance conferences because it's in a beautiful space and it's not in a hotel and I feel trapped in hotels. So it's the one I go to most often. <laughs> <laughs> and I understand you got connection to that area. Isn't one of your uh, your father or something from that area? My father was born and raised in Franklin, North Carolina, and my grandfather was a forest ranger in the Natahala Forest, and after he passed, a, a trail was dedicated to him, and so there's a Wasilik Trail dedicated to him, and there were two giant tulip poplars that were dedicated to him, and they've both since fallen, and I went to hike the trail two years ago. I think it was almost more beautiful to see the fallen tree and how huge and majestic it is. Even as it, you know, it's lying there on the bottom of the valley. It's just, I mean, my heart stopped when I saw it. It was so beautiful, feeding the earth. And so, yeah, yeah. And we went down to Franklin, North Carolina every summer when we were young, the whole family. And I'm going to be heading down there actually for my first gig at the UU Church in Franklin, North Carolina on November 19th. And I'm going to sing some songs that I wrote about North Carolina and about my family and do a concert there too. So are you at heart a Southern Belle or are you a Northern Belle or an in-betweener? I mean, Tacoma Park is kind of in the middle. Yeah, I mean, Maryland is also kind of in the middle, and Tacoma Park is in Maryland. I'll tell you this, every time I head down to North Carolina specifically, especially when I come into the mountains, my heart skips a beat and I go, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, that part of the state is in my blood, so 
I don't know much about the rest of the South yet, but I wouldn't say I was a Southern belle by any means because I thought you needed to have money for that. So. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe in another life, I think I did have position in society and I'm still getting used to being just a lowly, normal person. That's my project for this lifetime is to become just ordinary. I think your first full release, a CD, was back in 2015, and that's relatively recent for an old folk like me. Has music been long-term in your life? Has it been a big thing central to what you do? What fills up your days besides writing a dozen songs each day? Well, those are several questions there. Yes, it's been a big influence in my life. I would fall asleep with my mom playing the piano up the hall, and I would listen to Clancy Brother records and folk albums all by myself for hours on end when I was little, little, little. And I found a guitar in the basement when I was 14, and it was broken. It was my sister's, and the bridge had come undone, and uh, she never played it. She played piano. I saw it, and the room spun. I found it in the wardrobe. It was like in the back of the wardrobe. So. I grew up, one of my favorite books was The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. And so wardrobe, <laughs> and I opened this wardrobe, and behind the quilt, I see this broken guitar. I was like, Wah! the sky opened up, and I glued the bridge back on. And I started playing E minor and A minor for, you know, all through my teens, because that's all you needed when you were a teen with angst. So that's how it started. And I stayed with it all my life. But once I had my daughter, I really focused on building my massage practice. So I'm a massaging cranial sacral therapist and healer. So I do that as well as write songs. But once my daughter graduated high school, uh, that's when I had time to release my first album. And then my dad got sick and my mom got sick, so I took care of them. And so it's been a balance between family and music. And now that my mom has passed and my dad has passed, my daughter's on her own. I am able to focus more on the music. So I'm doing it with the time I have left, and it's been really gratifying. Well, I'm so glad you are. You've really captured my heart with several of your songs. Let's get started on your Song of the Soul right away. What do you want to start out with? How about we start out with Shinkatique? The song tells us about Shinkatique, but why don't you tell us a few words about your connection to it? Well, I first learned of Shinkatik from a friend of mine. She's a Catholic turned Quaker, and she kept talking about this beautiful place called Shinkatik. And my family had gone through a particularly difficult time, and I said, we need a break. Tell me more about this place. And she said, oh, it's Shinkatik Island in Virginia, and there's Assateague, which is where the wild horses roam and are well tended by the Virginia state. She told me, that's where I go. And I said, that's where I want to go. So we started going to Shinkatig after a difficult time. And we've been going back pretty much almost every year since. I've been there many, many, many times. And it's a land of reeds and sky and wind and sun and stars. And, and it's a, a land that's even still, I would say, for better and for worse, it's at least 20 years behind the times. <laughs> <laughs> I looked into moving there because I was a massage therapist. And I thought, oh, I'd love to live here. And at the time I was looking into it, they thought of massage therapists as witches or whores. So, you know, they, and then you know, it's like, well. You say that like that's a bad thing. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> 
exactly. <laughs> but now they actually have got it's come into the more modern times, and you can actually get a massage there and not condemned to be from fornicating with the devil. You know? <laughs> I had this sense actually when I first heard the song. It's kind of the feeling of Camelot or El Dorado or whatever. It's this mystical place out there. It's got that feel about it. I swear I'm not the only person who says that. There's something about that place, and it's, it's very beautiful. Chincoteague is a barrier island, and the next barrier island out is Assateague. It's a wildlife preserve. So that's where you go to the ocean. So there's no boardwalk. It's all natural, and it's um, really beautiful, so it's a special place. Here's a mystical trip to a real place called Chincoteague. It's by Annette Wasilek, annettewasilek.com, links on nordenspiritradio.org. Here's Chincoteague. Dead and the living rest in peace. 
where the saltwater cowboys round up the wild ponies of Assateague. I'm going where the fireman's fair is just beyond the trees. And the carousel lights up the midway tonight, summer's by the sea. Oh, oh, oh shinkatee. Seabirds fly and dolphin dance for free. My true love waits for me That beautiful song is Shinkotig by Annette Wasilek. Wasilek, by the way, is spelled W A S I L. I-K. And her website is AnnetteWaslick.com. Spelling is always easy when you come to NordenSpiritRadio.org, so you can always track down all my guests of the past 18 years we've been doing this on 35 to 45 stations across the USA. But Shinkotique sounds like a place I really should visit. I've been out to the area sometimes. I've been to Virginia a few times. Actually, the National Quaker Gathering I go to each year has been there, I think, at least three times. That's one of the places I got to see Pete Seeger performing in concert live. Yeah, and John McCutcheon used to live there. I visited his meeting, the, the Quaker meeting he goes to, too. So anyway, I've got some really good feelings about Virginia. But I was wondering how you feel, I guess... There's many things that make us feel at home. One is often family, one's the beauty of nature. Politics can make a place feel inhospitable, too. Wisconsin has been a blue state for a long time and had politics that I could mostly admire, and it's now known as a purple state. And that feels less welcoming to me in some ways, although there's beautiful people all across the spectrum. How does that work for you, or does it matter? I'm in a liberal enclave, a wildly, well, it used to be more liberal. Now more money has moved in, so it's a little less so. But I find it, it's a difficult question. I think everyone's coming from their own point of view, of course. What disturbs me now is, is how radically divided we are and the amount of anger that's happening. I went down to um, the Outer Banks a couple of years ago, and um, the people on either side of the house we rented were clearly fans of Mr. Trump, and I felt unsafe because we came with bi, a bi, several biracial couples and one gay couple, and it was uncomfortable. But and nothing happened, although there was a moment or two where it got a little, a little frosty. I'd never experienced that before. So I hope that this is passing and that we will come back as a nation that values our democracy and doesn't throw it away. Do you have spiritual practices you use to keep you centered on hope? I do. I do. Yeah, I try to meditate twice a day. 
I also consider my music and writing and spiritual practice because it kicks your butt. And especially when you try and come out into the world, that really kicks your ego down. So it's like it's my in, my inner guru. And I have to keep letting the love for it lead me instead of relying on outside response. I get a lot of great response, but sometimes I get frustrated at not feeling as seen as I want to because I would love to tour more extensively and it seems that the gatekeepers are not necessarily listening to what I have to say. And uh, yeah, that's okay. But I just have to keep, <laughs> keep at it. You know? you know, there are different there are different paths. You know, there are a lot of different paths. Well, you know what? I think I better talk to those gatekeepers, and because I'm sure they'll listen to me and ah, say, <laughs> "Annette needs to come to your area. You need to get her voice out there." And we're going to do that by sharing another song of yours. What would you like next? How about Highway? Because that's a segue. I met the woman who inspired this song, in fact, in Chincoteague. And her story is that she was very unhappy in New Jersey somewhere. And she decided to hit the road. Didn't know where she was going to land. And she hitchhiked and walked and found herself on Chincoteague Island and made herself a home there. And her name is Star. I have met her several times and she's been pretty off the grid. She's a interesting lady and very much a seeker. I managed to get this song to her just this past year and she responded and loved it. And I actually happened to see her. I was recently there and I drove past her house and she was getting on her bicycle and I said, hey Star! <laughs> And she waved and I said, I'm, I'm the woman who wrote the song for you. And she smiled and she's, I said, how's it going? And she said, it's going. So I don't know how happy she is right now, but she really loved the song. It was great to connect with her. And I wish her very much well because she inspired a song that is close to my heart. The song is from Annette Waslick's latest album from 2020. Love and Fire is the album, but the song is Highway. Walking far, when her thoughts got rough, she 
walked 400 miles Still it wasn't far enough Now she hears it calling the highway The highway The highway The Annette Waslick really captures the essence of a heart being blown down the road traveling. The amazing thing about that, Annette, is that she found roots. She found a place to settle down, although she'll be forever immortalized in your song as part of the highway. Yeah. What about you? Are you a highway person? Are you a roots person? How long have you been in Tacoma Park, Maryland? I've been here for over 20 years, so I've been rooted here. In fact, I took ballet lessons here in Tacoma Park as a kid and always loved the place. And I thought, oh, I want to, I would love to have a house here one day. And I, I do have a little tiny house here. You can plug in my vacuum cleaner into the right outlet and get every room in the house. <laughs> you can vacuum up every room, but I'm feeling more and more earthed more and more rooted and I and I have a tiny little lot and I have trees everywhere. I have two redwood trees on my tiny little lot and two one of redwood trees on a tiny is there room for a house or wait, you have to live in a tree house. Yeah, well I would love to. I would love to, but we have a, a little pond in the back and a little pond in the front that are both made by my former husband. 
we planted a redwood tree near the pond, and now I have designated it a kluti tree, which comes from the Celtic tradition, where there's a, a sacred spring, which is my pond out front, and there is a tree nearby. And pilgrims come to the tree and tie their prayers to the limbs of the tree with cloth. Uh, we have various prayers on the limbs of my kluti tree out in my front yard, and I just recently wrote a song about the trees in my front yard. I've got a mimosa tree, and it's got the most beautiful blossoms in the spring, and you can smell it all up and down the block. And then in the fall, all these pods are hanging from the tree, and when the wind blows, it's a rattle. So the first line is, mimosa blossoms in the spring and rattles in the fall. And it's just the story of living in this ordinary suburb with magic everywhere. You know, there's deep magic right here, right in front of us all the time. That's how I'm making home. You are a magician. <laughs> Dazzle us with some more of your music, please. Well, the next one, I set up this list or the order kind of like a, a date. I, I remember hearing this. It's like, you need to set up your set list like it's a first date. And your first songs are more general and give you a general. I like long walks on the beach sort of thing. And then, then you get into the heart of the matter a little bit more and more. And this next song almost is about having to have left someone I love very, very much and I love to this day and how the heart heals from such a parting almost. And I think a lot of people could connect with that. It's not black and white. So many people talk about their exes and I hate, I even hate the word ex. Like former once upon a time spouse or husband works for me, although that's a little bit flippant it doesn't quite say enough but uh, you know i just say someone i once lived with and i love in the marrow of my bones to this day almost the best, but this much is true. 
darkest roots I have Take me to Sometimes there's deep fractures in our bones. There's polyps sitting in there. I don't know. I don't want to make it a disease. It's uh, remnants of things past that never quite leave us. And sometimes they're the dearest things. And that's the way I think it is for Annette Wasilek in her song, Almost. There's the sweetness of what was gone by. And that doesn't mean we're not present today, but that we're carrying a little bit more of the riches of the past with us. How's that for a positive reframe? Does that work for you? Yeah, it does. That is from Annette Wasilek's 2020 album, Love and Fire. This is, Annette, our first date, right? I'm just getting to know you. And I'm grateful that you started with some easier ones. But I really don't think you become friends until you work and suffer together a bit, hold each other up through the hard times. We're going to share some more music from Annette Waslick in a moment, but first I have to remind you that you are listening to Song of the Soul, which is a Northern Spirit Radio production on the web, northernspiritradio.org. You'll find links to annettewaslick.com. You'll find links to all of our guests of these past 18 years we've been doing this, connections to the stations where we're broadcast across the country, and you'll have an opportunity to post comments, and please give us your feedback, give us your connections. Help build community by sharing your words when you come to our website, and if you want to support us, there's a place to donate. That We depend on your donations for income, not from corporations, not from government, and it's really important to us to feed the soul of our listeners. So please support us and support those local community radio stations and support your local musicians. It's so vital to have music that comes from the heart, not just the 20 big names that are known nationally that get 
the most of the love and support, whereas there's so much more good to be grown right in our neighborhood. So please help support that which makes this world thrive. Again, Annette Waslick is here for a song of the soul, and we're going to go on to another of your songs right away, Annette. Let's do it. All right. Now we're going to get quite personal. The next song is Love and Fire. The song, it took me a long time to approach and to stay with because some songs I just want to run away from because I feel like a cork that wants to bob to the surface instead of sink down when there's some really important stuff to go to. <laughs> and this song, it's about my mom. And I put it on the album. It became the title cut only in the last week of recording. I thought, okay, I'm going to put it on the album. My mom was diagnosed schizophrenic and that's a spectrum, you know, there's a real gradation in sort of a level of disturbance in people who have it. And it runs in the family. One of my siblings also has some of it. So when we were growing up, my mom would get very, very, very upset sometimes. And it was frightening. It was kind of terrifying because you didn't know when it was going to happen. And I often hid under the piano to keep safe. Only late in life did she let us know that she had been sexually abused for a long time by an uncle. And I had met that uncle only once, and he had a dark field all around him. He was bad, 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 bad news. And that shifted my whole understanding of my mom's upset. It just changed everything for me to understand that her, she was furious and had felt the guilt of it all of her life. So I wrote the song for my mom, Anne Mary Walsh Wasselick. Love and Fire. Did she ever know She was their shining star Did she ever know Their world spun around her But late afternoon Behind the bedroom door They'd hear her crying Never knew what for Come call me children, daddy Cause mama's breaking down Love and fire, fire and love Sometimes a dragon Sometimes a dove Jesus, storms rolling through Every child needs their mother Their mother needs you She always said God loves the broken ones She always said he calls them his own But on those dark days The voices would swell She'd feel the pull of heaven And it scared them like hell Come, come, the children, daddy 
Cause mama's breaking down Love and fire, fire and love Sometimes a dragon, sometimes a dove Brushing back their hair Turn out the light Debussy's arpeggio Ringing out into the night She taught them to dance She taught them to sing She said it don't mean nothing It ain't got that swing Hmm That old dragon could have saved the little dove. Did somebody somewhere try to break you in two? Every child needs protection, Mama. Who protected you? Every child. Protection, Mama, who protected you. Thank you, Annette, for sharing that piece of your heart, of your life, of your mother. Love and Fire is the song, folks, title track of Annette Wasilik's 2020 album. I want to be extremely respectful about this. I don't feel free to talk about other people's situation. I had my own issues related to my mom, who was an alcoholic and possibly depressive and all that kind of thing, died when I was nine. And like a good Catholic, I would then kneel my my bed and say the prayers that were supposed to buy her time off in purgatory. (laughs) But I was left with such confused feelings about who she was, who I was, what our connection was. And I can't imagine but that you did that as well. Right. Yeah. It's a complicated relationship. Yeah. To have more understanding of her own woundedness. And she was also brilliant and fun and full of life and full of kindness. And I miss her. But it's, yeah, it's difficult when we have folks that have been wounded. And it goes through history and it goes down through the ages. And that's why I feel like. It's so important for us to heal ourselves because it goes backward in time and forward in time. As I heal, my grandmothers heal, my mom heals, and my anyone who comes after me heals. Healing doesn't, uh, it's not just for the moment, it's outside time. Thank you for doing that healing work and being vulnerable enough to be able to share that with our listeners. 
We're going to keep moving along so we get in all of your music, Annette. What shall we share next? Well, the next one I wrote after seeing the devastation of homes in Syria, homes in the city, homes Syria, there was drone footage. I tried to write a song about it, and I couldn't because it was just too devastating. And I thought, what what is it that we need when we're devastated? And what it is, is we need, and I know, I'll speak for myself at least, is first to feel the touch of someone nearby who I love, just to be held. And so that's where The World's on Fire came from. Unfortunately, the song only gets more and more relevant. It's about this age that we're dealing with and how we must love each other. The world is on fire. And it's always true, unfortunately. Precious world Green and My heart aches for the love of you Everywhere I turn Seems we've all gone wrong But I don't believe all our love is gone The world is on fire
only time's gonna tell The world is on fire The world is on fire The world is on fire Come lie with me The world is on fire Annette Wasilek speaks with wisdom when she talks about how this world is burning. Some of us want to close our eyes to that pain, and some of us know it needs a good hug and presence. But it also needs a little bit of humor or a twinkling eye in it. And I loved the phrases where you say, God knows, but he's not talking. God knows, but she's no wishing well. The fact that you put God in in both genders, which is the way I would prefer to do it, he's not talking. (laughs) (laughs) Do you pray? You said you meditate. You and I both grew up praying as Catholics in a certain way. I've learned to pray differently as an adult, as a Quaker, but how do you pray? I'm very ecumenical. I pray the rosary, the Blessed Mother is close to my heart. When my brother was in a very, very serious car accident where he was wounded and burned over 60% of his body, third degree and worse, he was 25 at the time, and our family prayed the rosary while he was in the ICU burn unit for many months and then step-down unit, and we didn't even know what to pray for. And the rosary my mom used turned to gold, and that's a thing, it turns out. I have the rosaries on my altar, and I still pray the rosary with my family sometimes. I also do just a simple meditation where I focus on a mantra to help tame my monkey mind, which is quite (laughs) monkey-ish. And um, I also go to the woods and sit. You know, everything should be a prayer if you do it with mindfulness. Pray without ceasing. Everything is holy. You know, that's part of my mission, I guess, is to keep bringing sacredness into everyday, ordinary life in my own awareness and to come out into the world saying that out loud. Well, I think it's time that we need to tie things up here so we can get this on the air. And folks, just keep in mind that almost invariably, when I am with such captivating and deep people like Annette Wasilek, I end up talking to her longer than can fit on the air. So you'll have to come via org to hear the full uncut version of this interview with precious gems that we just couldn't fit in 55-minute broadcast. But one more song, Annette, where do we go? It's called Bomb This City. It could feel fairly scary to some people. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I had heard uh, the expression of love bombs, and uh, I thought, well, there we go, and I wrote the song. And uh, I have been drawn to, I love all the faces of God. Um, One of my most powerful experiences was being at a festival where there was a man walking around with this very tall stick that had what looked to be a kind of dreidel at the top of it. And in each four sides, all four sides were little carvings of different beings. And then you could open up 
each side and inside each side were more carvings of little beings and i said what is this and it turned out it was a portable shrine a portable temple that the buddhist monk would carry from village to village it was an indication of god coming to us in ways we could recognize him her then i love that so we got all the gods here i love all the faces of god and so obama in this city with love and the subtitle for this is the bodhisattva love song i did play this song for my wife and her comment was this is a good one. You should put it on our dance in the basement list. She, oh. wanted, she asked me to prepare that for her for Christmas. And this oh, song had to great, go. <laughs> and knowing that you've got a history with dance yourself, it's wonderful that it came out. And that most of the other songs I would not have called dance songs. This one just captures my feet and my soul. Just is so wonderful that way. And the little bit of wry humor, I'm assuming, and give me if I'm wrong, the we, 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 we all the way <laughs> home is not a, just a W-H-E-E, but it's the W-E, I assume, also, right? Oh, yeah. I, mean, I, mean, yeah. I love puns, and so therefore you've cemented our friendship here this way. <laughs> Folks, we're going out with delight today with Annette Wasilek. The song is Bomb the City. Thank you so much, Annette, for bringing dance and music and tears into our lives and for joining me today for Song of the Soul. Well, thank you very much for having me, Mark. I appreciate it. And get out of your chairs, folks. Stand up and dance to Bomb the City, the Bodhisattva's love song by Annette Wasilek. And we'll see you next week for Song of the Soul. With love tonight, gonna rain down pink and golden light. Gonna sing this city, a lullaby. Says I love you, I love you, I love you, and don't you cry.
The theme music for Song of the Soul is by Chris Williamson, and it is called Song of the Soul. Check out all things Song of the Soul on northernspiritradio.org, guests, links, stations, and a place for your feedback, suggestions, and support. Send your Songs of the Soul to me, Mark Helpsmeet, via the info on our website, and join us weekly for Song of the Soul.